right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Happy Tuesday. <laughs> Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to MPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday um, through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you are watching this show for the first time or, you know, you don't know who I am or you're listening to the podcast replay, whether you're watching it live or watching the replay, I am Nat Pierre Lewis. I am the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So things like uh, getting your EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, making sure you have your articles of incorporation with the state, um, making sure you have contracts so you don't get burned by clients and partners, uh, brand protection strategy so people don't steal your business ideas, hiring policies so you don't get sued for discrimination. I help you do all of these things and more. If you are wondering why I'm qualified to help you do all of these things, I'm very happy that you asked. Uh, I am a licensed attorney, have been one for 14 years and counting, almost 15 years. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful, there are just some things that you need to know. There's no way around it. So that is why I am here. So, um... If you are in the startup phase of your business uh, and you need, you know, a little bit of guidance on how to make, you know, your, your, your startup phase a winning phase, or you have a business ideas and you literally have no idea where to start, or you've been in business for a while, but you don't really have any structure and you need some more structure, hit me up. I want to help you out. Uh, the best way to do that is to go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. There you can book yourself a free 15 minute consultation. Uh, you can also book a talk to me Tuesday session where you can get 25 minutes with me for $25. Um, or you can book your, your full one-on-one -on -one session, your one hour sessions. Okay. That's at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm as well at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. If you're not ready for that, I have the free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. Okay. Um, so it's a totally free download. So make sure you go pick that up. So Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is also where you can get uh, the merchandise for the show. NPL legal dish, the mugs and the t-shirts are available at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. Something just bit me and I'm like, it's not even hot outside. What happened? Um, but yeah, so Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is how we are going to connect with each other most easily. Okay. And I just scratched my skin. Okay. Um, but yes, uh, but that is enough about the, sh uh, me, let's talk about the show. Okay. So the way that the show works is I pull stories from the news stories from blog sites, stories that you guys send me, um, a story wherever I find something interesting that applies to this show that has a business lesson that we can learn. I pull that from the news and we talk about it. Okay. So this is a time for you to get <clears throat> involved. It's a time for you to participate, you know, ask your questions, give your comments. I am going to ask you questions as well. So, uh, don't be shy. This, you know, all questions are welcome as long uh, and comments are welcome as long as they are respectful. Okay. So 
without further ado, we are going to get started. All right. But, um, so, uh, we are in a new season of NPL Legal Dish and this season I'm trying to implement some new things. So one of the things that I am going to start as of today is doing a business concept of the day where we will talk about, you know, um, a business term, um, a, uh, a business deal, anything, any concept that I think you need to learn as a business owner, we're going to take a few minutes at the top of the show to talk about it. Okay. So this month, I told you guys yesterday and in the, e- and then the email blast this month, we are focusing on business entities, right? Um, and, uh, we're going to be talking about that all month. If you want the, you know, the whole breakdown on business entities, you can pick up the business entities ebook at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. But if you just kind of, you know, want to take it, um, take it slow, you know, or wait, go through the whole month, uh, you know, every, at the top of every show, I will be doing, you know, a mini lesson on one business concept. Okay. So. Today for the first one, uh, we are starting with what a business entity is, um, because that is what we are covering for the month. What do I mean when I say business entity, right? Um, a business entity is a legal structure that lets businesses conduct business. So a business entity, it was something that was created through the legal system that allows you to do what it is you do and make money from it. Okay. Uh, having a business entity, a legally established one incorporating your business, it lets you, um, it separates your business finances from your personal finances, depending on the business entity you choose. It also provides you some tax savings, um, because you are able to write off deductions from your expenses from your business. And it also provides you credibility. Um, it's a lot, it, it sounds a lot more impressive to say, you know, I am the, you know, owner and operator of blah, 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 LLC than, you know, I'm so-and-so by my stuff, right? People like to know that you have your paperwork in order. It makes you look like you know what you're doing. It makes you look orderly. It, it, you know, gives the right impression. So those are, so, so just to take it from the top again, A business entity, it's a legal structure that lets you do business, saves you money, protects your assets, and provides your business credibility. So when you are starting a business, a lot of people think, you know, just start off with a a social media um, account and, you know, maybe Cash App or Venmo. Um, that's great maybe for one thing, but if you are truly trying to build an empire, build a legitimate business, you need a, a legal structure for your business. Like if you make physical products and you want to get your products into the store, you are going to need to have a business entity. Now, what are the business entities? There are six kinds of business entities and we are going to go through each of them um, during the month of January. But just, you know, a quick run through the six major business entities. We have sole proprietorships, partnerships, LLCs, S-Corps, C-Corps, and B-Corps, okay? So sole proprietorships, partnerships, limited liability companies, LLCs, 
S corps, C corps, and B corps. Now we are going to go over what those six um, entities do, how they differ from each other, and how they can help you or hinder you um, over the course of the month. But if you want to know right now, I want you to go to Linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm because my business entities ebook is on sale right now. It is only $9.97 and you will get the breakdown of all six business entities Um you know, for $10. Okay. All right. So that is our business concept of the day. Uh, let's move on to our stories now. All right. Um, and let me know what, what you think about the business concept of the day. Is this something that I should keep? Is it, do you not like it? Let me know what you think about it. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. So moving on to our first story of the evening. Um, I want to do this one first. Okay. If, uh, who's, is that Trista? You still here, girl? All right. Um, if you are a Michael Jordan fan, please give me a basketball emoji. Or if you know who Michael, if you know who Michael Jordan is, give me an MJ in the comments. And if you are a Michael Jordan fan, give me a basketball emoji. All right. If you know who Michael Jordan is, give me an MJ in the comments. And if you are a Michael Jordan fan, give me a basketball emoji. Um, so last year, yeah, it was last year, 2020. Uh, I covered this story about Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan has been going through a legal dispute in China over the last eight years. Thank you, Trista, for the MJ. Um, there is a company out there that has been using Michael Jordan's name or, or Michael Jordan's name written in Chinese for the last eight years. And Michael Jordan has been trying to, you know, uh, get back control of his name over in China. Now, um, Michael had, he had some success because the company was using his English name, Michael Jordan, as well as what, you know, how, however they, you know, write his name in Chinese. So they had two different, uh, two different um, thank you for the basketball, Trista. They had two different things they were using for the company. And it was a sportswear company. This company was selling sneakers, selling athletic apparel, all of this stuff, right? And they were using Michael Jordan's name. So uh, last year, Michael Jordan won the rights to his English name in China. And the company, which I can't even pronounce it because I do not speak Chinese, so I'm not going to attempt um, and the company, you know, they had to give up the English version of Michael Jordan's name. Um, unfortunately, Michael Jordan has not been able to get the rights to his Chinese name and the company is still, uh, allowed to use it in some respects. Um, actually, yeah, they are still allowed to use it, but Michael Jordan has been, um, awarded $46,000 for emotional damages because they're using his name. Now keep in mind, Michael Jordan is worth $1.6 billion. Okay. And the Chinese court basically said, Hey, here's $46,000 billionaire, uh, you know, for the, for, for the stress that was caused by this company using, uh, your name. Right. 
Now think about this. Michael Jordan has had a long and storied career. He makes a lot of money. Michael Jordan's name brings in the dollars. Who knows how much money this Chinese company made because they were using Michael Jordan's name. That's why trademarks are important because name brand recognition, people associate it with a certain type of quality, right? When we think Michael Jordan, we think sports great. We think sneakers. We think, you know, quality items. So this company was basically riding Michael's coattails, riding his reputation, and has been selling their sportswear in China. And to, to, to repay Michael to, you know, I guess try and make him whole because this company has been making money off of his name in Chinese, the Chinese court has uh, awarded Michael Jordan $46,000. And I want to know from you guys, do you think that that is a fair amount? Is $46,000 for emotional damages, um, a suitable, you know, uh, I guess a suitable award for Michael Jordan because he does he doesn't have the rights to his name in Chinese over in China. So if he wanted to start, you know, a a, a line of Michael Jordan whatevers and wanted to use the Chinese version of his name, he is unable right now. So do you think the $46,000 is that a, enough of an award to, you know, kind of I guess soothe Michael? What do you think about that? What do you think? I personally don't think that $46,000 for what Michael Jordan brings in, I don't think that's enough. Um, But, you know, whatever. It's it's, it's not an American court, so we can't dictate how, you know, they run run things. Trista said no. She is not, uh, she does not think that that is enough um, to repay Michael. And I don't think so either. Michael... Like, even now, like, Jordan's alone. Michael has an empire with that. He makes so much money off of his name. And for you to be an entire company making all of this money off of Michael Jordan's name, $46,000 really feels like a slap in the face. Um, But, you know, we wish uh, Michael Jordan the best. He seems to be, you know, coming around to the Black Lives Matter, supporting his peeps. So, you know, good for you, sir. All right. Okay, uh, moving on to our next story of the evening. You know what, I'm going to leave this one for last because it's a little bit more complicated. Uh, Trista, do you have an iPhone? Do you have an iPhone, my dear? If you do, give me the cell phone emoji. If you don't, just give me a no in the comments, okay? Um, while you do that, I mean, are all my are all my uh, viewers in Georgia or something? Where is everybody? Y'all at the polls? Okay. Um, while you do that, let me know if you have an iPhone. Uh, so we know that Apple is very proprietary over their trademarks, over their products. They do not play. Apple is not here for your shenanigans and trying to, you know, rip off their products, right? Um... Apple filed a, no, but you use an iPad. Okay, so you have an Apple product. Awesome. Okay. Uh, Apple filed a uh, copyright infringement suit against this company called 
Corellium. Now, this company, they work with, you know, corporate organizations, governments, military installations, things like that. They are a, a digital security type company. And what Corellium does or did is they created virtual iPhones to test them for vulnerabilities. Now, these were not physical phones. You could not purchase them anywhere. They literally created iPhones like in a computer or on a device or, you know, in some type of platform so they could see, you know, where are the weaknesses in an iPhone, right? So Apple sued Corellium for copyright infringement because they're saying, hey, you used the basis for our iPhones to create your own iPhones and you're, you're, you know, infringing on our, on our product. We make iPhones. What are you doing here, Corellium? So they went to court. Apple was like, hey, judge, Corellium's out here making virtual iPhones. We want you to tell them to stop. Do you think Apple won or do you think that they lost? What do you think the judge thought about virtual iPhones versus physical iPhones? What do you think? Mm, mm, mm. What do you think? Because when you are suing for infringement, it's because you already have something out there and someone is copying it, trying to be just like you, right? So... Apple is saying this company is creating virtual, uh, virtual, uh, they're creating virtual iPhones and we make iPhones. So they're infringing. Um, Trista said, oh, they were wrong. Apple should win. Actually, Trista, um, the the judge sided with Corellium. And I'm going to tell you why they sided with Corellium. Um, because Apple doesn't make virtual iPhones. Apple makes physical iPhones. Remember, if you have a trademark or if you have a copyright, it is for the thing that you own, right? Apple makes, uh, okay, I'm broadcasting on my iPhone right now, so I can't pull it up for you. But Apple makes physical iPhones that you can touch, you can dial, you can put your contacts in. Corellium was basically creating programs on a computer and testing out, you know, the inner workings to see where the vulnerabilities are. They weren't selling these phones. They were testing them for other companies. So the judge said, look, there's no infringement here because Apple, you don't make virtual iPhones. You make real iPhones. So Corellium is not infringing on your coding. Um, so I want to know, Trista, now that you know that reasoning, do, do you, um, do you change your answer? Do you think that the judge got it right? Or do you still think that Apple should have won? Do you think the fact that it was just a virtual iPhone doesn't matter? Did the judge get it right? Let me know what you think. Just because the judge said it was right doesn't mean it's right because rulings are overturned all the time. So don't ever feel like just because the judge said yes that you have to agree with the, with what the judge said. So do you think the judge got it right in this case that because Apple does not make virtual iPhones, Corellium was not infringing on Apple's um, intellectual property? Trista, you holding it down tonight, girl. Uh, you think they should have won? Okay. 
Um, now this case isn't over. While they, uh, while Apple lost the infringement part of the lawsuit, there is another part that is still going on, having to do with with security. Um, I forget what it was about. Uh, I'll have to look it up again. But um, yeah, Apple, you know, infringement is all about competition, and in this case, Corellium and Apple aren't really in competition because Apple is. Um, is, you know, focusing on the consumer and, uh, Corellium is focusing on, you know, more larger organizations like governments and military and, and large corporations. Okay. Um, Trista, Trista said iPhone and its structure is a known entity. It is, it is Trista, right? I can hold an iPhone in my hand, but I can't hold a virtual iPhone in my hand. It is, it is, you know, it's on the Corellium property. They're not putting it out in the world for everybody to be able to access, right? So what the thing with infringement is there must be confusion. If I know that I can't get this virtual iPhone, this virtual iPhone is only for testing for vulnerabilities versus the physical iPhone that I can purchase and buy and take pictures and make calls on, do those things intersect in the marketplace? Do they? Let me know your thoughts. Let me know your thoughts. And then we're going to go to our final story, which I'm kind of excited about. Um, I want to know what you guys think because this is um, something, yeah, whatever. So let me know what you think, Trista. All right. Um, (laughs) Trista said, well, darn. You know, intellectual property gets really, it's not black and white. It's not cut and dry. There are a lot of nuances. That's why it's such an interesting area of the law, right? Okay. But, uh, good luck to Corellium and Apple. You know, they're making billions of dollars out here. Um, all right. Our third and final story for the evening. Uh, okay. So now that I'm kind of getting the, the sway of things, um, I think that we're going to be ending early tonight, but I know now that with the announcements and the biz concept, I'm going to need to add one more story. Okay. I got to, sorry, I just working these things out in my head. All right. Last story of the evening. Before we uh, do that, I want to reset and remind you guys that you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you are in the startup phase of your business and you need a legal friend to hold your hand on the perilous road of entrepreneurship, um, I'm here. I want to be your friend. Go to Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, book a free consult with me and let's chat. Okay. All right. Moving on to our final story of the evening. My dear, dear Trista, did you see the movie Shape of Water? Did you see the movie Shape of Water? Um, it came out in about 2017. I remember hearing about this movie, but I did not see it. But did you, Trista, see, uh, the movie Shape of Water? And to those of you who, uh, if you are watching the replay, um, you know, please put in the comments, let me know if you saw the movie, if you're listening to the podcast replay, you know, shoot me an email, let me know, let me know if you saw it, okay? You didn't see it, that's cool, okay. So, Shape of Water, like I said, it came out in 2017. 
the premise of the movie or you know the synopsis is there is a female janitor she's working in uh, a science lab and in the lab they have a sea creature and she falls in love with the sea creature and because she knows that they're going to be doing scientific experiments on this sea creature that she has fallen in love with she sneaks him out of the lab in a laundry cart okay now that you know reading the reading the description of it i love you know kind of sci-fi fantasy movies so i might actually have to go and watch the shape of water but the the basic premise is you know the cleaning lady falls in love with the sea creature who's being held in in a secret facility and she helps him escape so they don't test on him right uh the the movie the creators of this movie they are being sued by the creators of a play called let me hear you whisper now let me hear you whisper was a play that came out in 1969 and trista let me know if you hear anything that sounds familiar the premise of the play hey nessie time the premise of the play let me hear you whisper is uh, a female janitor is working in a dolphin research center um and she you know realizes that one of the dolphins is really intelligent and she teaches him how to speak and they have an emotional connection and because she doesn't want him to be tested on at the research center she sneaks the dolphin out in a laundry cart trista does that sound similar to the to the the synopsis that we just read of the shape of water what do you think okay um nessie time just to catch you up we're actually on our last story of the evening um did you if did you happen to see the movie the shape of water nessie time if you did please let me know in the comments um okay so trista i want to know for you do you think that um they sound similar okay well um the people who did who created let me hear you whisper the play they thought you did not okay so let me hold on trista let me catch nessie time up right so nessie time the movie the shape of water it came out in 2017 the premise of the movie is that there is a female janitor she's working in a science lab and in the science lab they are holding a sea creature who she falls in love with um and then she helps him escape the science lab in a laundry cart because they're going to be testing on him right so da 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 the problem is um there there is a play called let me hear you whisper that came out in 1969 it's still performed on stage um and in the the, the premise of this play uh seems very similar to the shape of water the premise of the play is that there is a female janitor. She's working in a dolphin research center. She has an emotional connection with the dolphin. She teaches the dolphin how to talk and then sneaks the dolphin out of the research center in a laundry cart. All right. Um, so the creators of Let Me Hear You Whisper or whoever is managing that play now. Okay, you did. See, oh, you did see it. Okay. Um, they are, they are suing or they did sue the creators of the shape of water because they said you stole our ideas. Um, and initially the first judge in this case, he had dismissed this infringement suit because he said that, you know, 
while there are some similar themes, uh, you know, there might be some, you know, sim- not similar themes. While there might be some, some, some similarities, the themes of the two movies are totally different, right? So he dismissed it at first, but the people from the play, let me hear you whisper, they weren't taking that line down. They actually appealed the dismissal and the ruling has been Reverse. So now Shape of Water is going to have to defend themselves in court and prove that they did not infringe on the copyrights for Let Me Hear You Whisper. So I want to know from you guys, based on these, you know, we've just given very broad strokes of the story. Shape of Water, lady falls in love with a sea creature at her job, helps him escape. Let Me Hear You Whisper, Lady falls in love with a dolphin at her job, teaches him to talk, helps him escape. They, in, in both of them, they help him escape in a laundry in a laundry cart. Do you think that there is a credible um, argument for infringement here? Do you think that the create uh, that the people who are they have the rights to the play? Let me hear you whisper. Are they really? You know, do they have a credible argument against the shape of water or are they just trying to do a money grab? Remember when we talked about that lady who wrote that book about Pablo Escobar and she tried to sue Netflix over um, Narcos, yeah, Narcos because they use like a hotel room scene or something like that. And the, the, and the, the, in the show they had Pablo Escobar, one of his, you know, lovers was a journalist you know, and, and they told her to kick rocks. They're like, girl, a hotel rooms, you know how many hotel rooms Pablo Escobar has probably been in? Um, but in this instance, do you think that there is a credible argument for infringement here? Are the stories similar enough in details that there is, you know, room to, to kind of investigate, you know, how did you come about this movie, Shape of Water? Did you steal it from Let Me Hear You Whisper? What do you guys think? What do you think? What do you think? Hey, 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 hey. Ooh, I need a sip of water. Mm. What do you guys think? I personally, I definitely think that there is, you know, a possibility of infringement here. Hold on. Nessie Time said, yes, that sounds similar, but the shape of water goes on to a love and they have sex. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Trista Bradford said they are going to need to show more similarities. Okay, so the both of you seem to think that there are there are some big gaps here. Nessie Time says that in the Shape of Water movie, you know, there's a more romantic feel to it. Um, and Trista is saying they need more than these broad strokes. Well, I, t- I agree with you guys, but I do think the fact that, you know... Um, it's, uh, you know, somebody working in some type of science facility and trying to free someone, that's not an uncommon basis, you know, in media, right? But I think that some of these, some of these points, right, like sneaking the, sneaking the, the person out in the laundry cart, that's something that's very specific, well, actually, no, actually, no, now that I think about this, Laundry carts are used a lot in escapes. So I, you know what? I changed my mind. I changed my mind and, uh, I am allowed to do that. Okay. It's a love story. Okay. I'm allowed to do that. 
I don't necessarily think that there is enough here just on these facts to say that there's infringement. I am going along with Trista and saying that they're going to need to show more similarities because, you know, the, I, I just think that now while the laundry cart, you know, yes, it's in both of them, but how many shows have you seen or how many movies have you seen of someone who is snuck out of somewhere in a laundry cart? That's not an uncommon escape route, right? Um, so while I don't necessarily think that the judge was right to dismiss the case in the first part, uh, I do think that Let Me Hear You Whisper is going to have kind of an uphill battle, um, you know, to prove that it was infringement. Nessie Time said jail stories use laundry cards. Yes, they do. Tristan Bradford said so many. Absolutely. I don't know why the laundry cart just had me stuck. For some reason, that to me stuck out. But now that I'm looking at it from a broader perspective, laundry carts are very common tools used for escape. Um, so I changed my mind. See, reasonable minds can differ. This is why there's so many lawyers. You can, you have so many different sides to a coin. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting stuff. So, uh, Shape of Water is going to have to defend themselves against Let Me Hear You Whisper. Um, so, and we'll just have to see how good of an argument they have. Are they going to be able to show the differences? Now, Nessie Time is saying that this is a love story. That was why the judge, um, dismissed the case the first time, because he was saying that while there are similarities in, uh, the, in, you know, the story frame, um, the themes are totally different. Nessie said it's a love story for a shape of water. Let me hear you whisper is more about freeing, you know, an intelligent animal. Think like Free Willy or something, you know, Free Willy wasn't a love story. Um, but yeah, so, uh, if you want shape of water to win, give me a, some type of water emoji. If you think the play should win, let me hear you whisper. Give me a lips emoji. So if you think Shape of Water should win and they should not be sued by the play, give me a water emoji. If you think the play should win and that Shape of Water stole their story, give me a lips emoji. Okay? Let me know what you think. Hey! Let me know what you think. And while you do that, uh, we're going to be closing out in a couple of minutes. Um, I uh, want to give you some time. If you have any questions, uh, now is the time to ask them. We have about five minutes before we're going to have to end. Um, and while you get your questions in, just to go over the announcements that I made at the top of the show. Um, yes. Live show, remember, we are now um, broadcasting three days a week instead of four. I am doing Monday through Wednesday, so tomorrow will be our last show of the week. Uh, and we are also extending the show by five to ten minutes. Trista said that's the same basis for Flubber. Did I see Flubber? I didn't see Flubber. I might, ha- I might have to do like, a, ooh, maybe we could do some type of movie, like uh, infringement movie night. <laughs> Nessie Time gave me the water emoji. So you think Shape of Water should win. Okay. Um, all right. Okay. Um, 
Well, we'll have to wait and see, and I will definitely update you guys if I, you know, if and when I, I find out the results. Uh, but as we close out, please, if you have any questions about business formation, be sure to uh, put them in the comments so I can answer them before we head out. Trista said Shape of Water may have an advantage. Why do you think they might have an advantage, Trista? And while Trista tells us why she thinks Shape of Water might have an advantage, I want to remind you again, live show is Monday through Wednesday now, 8 to 8.45. Um, two, follow me on Clubhouse, at sweet underscore tally, T-A-L-I-E. Yes, I signed up with my personal. I'm trying to get it changed, but um, if you're on Clubhouse, follow me there. Hi, M. Roxby Brown Sugar. We're actually um, winding down, but you can definitely watch the replay. Um Follow me on Clubhouse because eventually I'm going to be broadcasting this show on Clubhouse so I can hear you guys, your answers, and we don't have to wait for you to write them into the box. Um, third announcement, merch is back in stock. The cups are back. The t-shirts are here. Go get your merch, linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm. And one-on-one -on -one sessions are back as well, all right? So if you are ready to get your business startup strategy session for 2021, Go book your appointment, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. All right. So those were the stories I had for you today. Oh, also just to refresh, we are doing a business concept of the day now at the top of every show. Today we define business entities. If you um, missed it, just go watch the replay. It's only a couple of minutes, but we're going to be doing that every day um, on the show from now on, okay? Uh, Trista said, because the premise is overdone and unoriginal. Okay. Trista said that Shape of Water may have an advantage because the premise is overdone and unoriginal. And I don't, I, you know, I don't disagree with you because there are a lot of movies that, you know, uh, you know, fight, fight, fight corporate science and things like that and breaking people out of facilities and things like that. So I don't disagree with you and we will just have to wait and see what happens. All right. Um, Yes, so that is where I'm going to leave you guys. Have a wonderful evening. Take care of yourselves. We will be back here tomorrow at 8 o'clock from 8 to 8.45. Make sure to tell your friends. Um, if you want to follow along with our um, curriculum this month, we are covering business entities this entire month. Make sure you pick up the business entities ebook. It is only $9.97. In my store, go to linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm and pick that up. Um, yeah, and that is where I'm going to leave you guys. Have a good night. Bye.